Welcome to The Wrap, Tom Mazaway in the house today with Freddie Bello. Freddie, the pizza man on Lions and NFL Draft Weekend. It's in the books. By the way, we are on the road today. The Jim Reels, friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios on the road in Melvindale in the shadows of Allen Park. I can see the Lions headquarters from here. We're at Freddie, the pizza man. Fred, thanks for having me in, man. Isn't it funny? I, I was telling you, you had the first slice of pizza on Frank Sinatra's face. I did. The newly designed <laughs> Freddie the Pizza Man and uh, the big goulash sign. You can't miss it. Come on down to see him. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you got going on lunch-wise. You got well, some specials. Well, I got the uh, goulash. Buy a dinner goulash. You get a lunch goulash for $2.50 more. So for 10 bucks and 50 cents, you can feed up to three to four people. I'm just trying to help out families through a tough time right now because buying carryout, man, it's a fortune. You know, can. we've done it a few times, you know, because I wasn't open for a little while and it's a fortune, man. I tell my kids, my God, how much you guys eat. <laughs> I know. God bless us all, right? Yeah. So. Got to get those kids. I got to keep them healthy. And uh, obviously today was going to be a special day uh, for you and the foundation. And wish we could have been there because I was ready to bowl, man. Yeah. You were going to MC that thing. You were going to sell a bunch of 50-50 tickets, weren't you? I sure was. Yeah. It was supposed to be the first annual Freddy the Pizza Man uh, bowl and walk for autism. And I had it all set up at Super Bowl lanes, and uh, the Canton Police Department were going to be there and everything. And it was a, ended up being a pretty good day. Kind of windy, though. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how that would have worked out. But we, actually, it's uh, while we're recording right now, we would have been bowling already right now. So I would have gotten a, a turkey for sure, right? I would, have had, I would have had at least five in a row against you. So people that don't know what a turkey is, tell them what a turkey is. That's a three-bagger. Three strikes in a row. <laughs> three-bagger. A three-bagger. <laughs> anyway. Lots to, lots to chat about, and we'll reschedule that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll be, well, it's going to be next year, but uh, we'll be back. But we have the golf outing coming up August 1st. and uh, God willing. Yeah, well, God willing, you're yeah. right about that. But I've already made arrangements if we have to push it back a little bit that we will, but I'm not uh, I'm not missing that event this year. It's my biggest thing out there. So, Well, again, thanks Except for having Lions. us in, brother. Oh, absolutely, buddy. And uh, big weekend for Lions fans. And, you know, I watched, I would say, 75%. Uh, well, the first two rounds I watched 100%. You fell asleep uh, at a few picks in. But uh, yesterday, I probably watched uh, three hours out of the seven, maybe maybe three and a half. But all in all, I thought the NFL did a great job. I like Roger Goodell, what he did uh, at his place for the first two nights. I thought they did perfect. They are the best league out of all the sports to me. And it lived up to the billing. They broke all kinds of records. With people watching, of course, it's like a live sporting event we're all going to watch. We would have watched anyway, but what a great weekend it was. And, you know, it was fun. It's our Super Bowl, right? Do you, speaking of Roger Goodell, there was a chatter out there that wasn't his basement. Do you think that was his basement? It was a staged area in his basement. A yeah. staged area. The man makes $40 million a year. He could do anything he wants. By the way, did you see Cliff Kingsbury house? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that guy living good? He's just laying there and his... In his uh, fancy clothes with his loafers, no socks, putting his feet up. He's got the looks. He's got the life. He's better. He's one of the best young coaches in football right now. Well, they went out and got him. Yeah. Supposedly, you know, just because he knew Sean McVay, uh, you got a job back in the day. Now Sean McVay's star is kind of fading a little bit yeah. out with the Rams. But we'll talk about the other teams in a minute. What did you think about the Lions? Well, the Lions, I mean. We, a to Z. We, well, we're going to have to start with A because A is what really matters because when you and we, we talked about this many times on your show with Clarence and Clarence Black, by the way, and uh, all the other guys. I, I said it since January. I could speak for Clarence. Tua had to be the pick. And the only reason I say Tua had to be the pick is because you're given a number three pick. 
I mean, they earned the number three pick. They weren't given. They earned it. So I don't know how how, how great that <laughs> is in football, but you earned the number three pick. But I think when you're picking there uh, in, the, in the top three, you have to take value at that position, meaning um, quarterback, defensive end, and sometimes, sometimes, and left tackle could be a position there. But we're talking guys like Orlando Pace and um, Anthony Munoz. Those yeah. are guys. There wasn't one there this year. So when you're taking a, when you're picking there, you have to take one of those guys. Now, if people think I'm wrong, let me give you an example. If the Washington Redskins uh, even the Miami Dolphins, we'll, we'll use the Washington Redskins as, as an example. If they pass on Chase Young and Tua, and let's just say they took Akuda at two, yeah. don't you think that they would be ripping the Washington Redskins oh, right now? They'd be a failure. Yeah, because they left Chase Young and Tua on the board, right? Right. And I understand everyone's going to say, well, you know, Tua's injury prone, he's been injured. Well, there's the NFL, college football, you don't know when you're going to get injured. It just, it just happens. And... Um, he was the number one football player in the country in August when college football started. Mm-hmm. It was Tua. There was actually a hashtag, Tank for Tua, correctly? Sure. Correct? So I just think that they messed up taking uh, – and, and, and I feel bad even saying that because I feel like I'm slamming Akuda. No. But it has nothing we to do with Akuda. Akuda is a really good player. He's going to do really He's good for Lions. Phenomenal. I hope he does well here and he doesn't leave after four years. Yeah. That's a concern because, you know, losing takes a toll on players. But I think – the, the option had to be trade down, and I understand we were told he couldn't trade down. I don't believe that. I don't. Either. I don't. And I'm a fan, just like everybody else. Everyone has their opinion. I don't believe that. He had a, he had a set in his mind, just like last year. He wanted Hawkinson at the eighth pick, and he was taking Hawkinson. That defensive end that went to Jacksonville to pick before Josh Allen, maybe? Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, if he falls, that's our pick. He wasn't taking him. He was taking Hawkinson. This year, he had in his mind, he was taking Akuda, and that was going to be his pick. So he had no interest in trading down. So to me, I don't know the details. Well, I think he did. I think he did. I think they asked for too much, and I think, let's face it, the Lions are bad poker players. Yeah. What do they do in free agency? They signed Chase Daniel. Yeah. Already, people are saying, okay, so they're not taking a quarterback. They got Chase Daniel. Then they go out, and they get rid of Darius Slay. Oh, I wonder what they're going to do now with their yeah, pick. Yeah. And it's Jeff Okuda. Yeah. And he lands in their in their laps at three. Terrific player from a great school. If it's not an SEC school, it's Ohio State. They belong. They might as well be the SEC, yeah. Ohio State. They're the SEC of the Big Ten. And Quinn loves his SEC guys. Yeah, and yeah. Who, who wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, they're, most of them are pros. Yeah. Look at Every time I turned around, LSU, Alabama, uh Getting picked. The last pick of the draft yesterday, Mr. Irrelevant to the Giants. He came from Georgia, right? Yep. He was a starting middle linebacker. Isn't that something? Yeah, he was the last pick in the draft. Wow. So, uh, to me, uh, but this this may, Channel 4, they came out a couple months ago with that that report that Stafford was going to be traded, right? So, does Channel 4 have any blame in this? I mean, because what happened after that, after that? Bill, uh, Bob Quinn went out and said, this is totally false. Yeah. He's our guy. So we're going to blame Bernie. <laughs> blame Bernie? You want to blame Channel 4? Do you want to blame Bob Quinn? Who do you blame? I mean, why Why did he have to go out and say, hey, he's our guy. It's 100% false. He's our starting quarterback. 
I mean, what 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 is the point? And and listen, I'm I'm not in the media. I'm just a pizza guy. So I listen to guys around around the, you. I listen to the other guys. Yeah, Valente. I listen to these guys, and they're saying the same thing. These are guys I respect. I respect you. So they're saying it. So and I'm thinking it. Why did he have to go out there and say, listen, he's our guy. We're not drafting. Well, I don't know if he said we're not drafting a quarterback. But he just said he's our guy. Yeah. So what's the purpose of that? There's no purpose in that. He should have never done that. Like I said, they didn't play poker well, yeah. and they got stuck at three. And it's sad. I say they get stuck at three. But that's like you said. It's a lottery pick. Yeah. You can't miss on a lottery pick. And they probably won't miss with Akuda. He's going to be a terrific player. But don't tell me that they couldn't have fleeced, let's say, the Raiders. Yeah. Let's say Jacksonville. Jacksonville wanted Akuda. So they could have easily swapped and, with Jacksonville. And he really took, wanted Akuda. And they took CJ Henderson. Yeah, so they took the second best. Yeah. Game, so supposedly. Let, so let's say guy. let's say they went down to nine, you know, and maybe they picked up a third. Correct. Coach. Look at the Raiders. They they reached for their cornerback. I know. Arnett. People are saying, "What are you kidding?" Yeah, I, I actually liked Arnett, but he had a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, problems on the field. You know, he was kind of one of those players that was just you know. He, I'm just saying they were they were dance mates out there. They asked for too much, they got nothing, and they wound up taking Okuda at three. The Ra- that's that's just what it is. Isaiah Simmons to me would have been the play. Oh, I know. I know we talked about that before while we were eating pizza. I I, I think Isaiah Simmons is gonna be the next Lawrence Taylor, LT. I don't know about that. Well, when I say that, I mean I know I'm talking to you. When I talk yeah. to LT, he's the best ever. I, I get it, but you you can't I mean Eventually, there's going to be another LT. Eventually, it's going to happen. The way, the way how the well, it's going to happen. But he's going to be he's as close as you're going to get. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if he's going to rush the passer in the NFL the way Lawrence Taylor did. But this kid can cover. He can play safety. He can play linebacker. Will he will he rush the passer on the edge? I don't know. That's where Lawrence Taylor to me is stood out. Is because. Lawrence Taylor, you know, could rush the passer. Here's know. the kicker to me. If Jeff Okuda, and he wants to be Jeff now. He doesn't want to be Jeffrey. Oh, Jeff I, Okuda, I even know that. Yeah, he wants to be Jeff. That's what he is. If he doesn't turn out to be a Ronnie Lott-type cornerback, you, to me, you failed at picking at number three. And it's, and it's funny you say that because most people don't realize Ronnie Lott was drafted as a corner. Yes. And he was Went he, to a safety later yeah, in his career. Yeah, exactly. But he was the eighth pick yeah. as a cornerback. You're picking third. Well... The thing is, you know, Tua could be a bust, too. So, in fairness, as much as I wanted Tua, and there's a lot of people that wanted Tua, he could be a bust, too. All these guys could be busts. I like Herbert, too. Yeah, you know, I think Tua... I'm sorry. I, I think I think he's a he's your prototypical old-style quarterback. I think he'll do well. I really believe that San Diego, excuse me, L.A., I think they got their man, too. I, I really did. believe that. And I believe Tua's going to be a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. I really... I really wow. I've always believed that. And, and 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 if if I'm wrong, well, you can take and look and say, well, he's going to Cincinnati, and and Tua's going to Miami. Miami's got a really good young roster. And they got a pretty good coach. They played for that guy last year. I mean, you brought it up many times for Brian Flores. They played for that oh, guy. I love him. I mean, they traded Fitzpatrick. They traded all these guys, and they were tanking to lose. They didn't tank. They were playing, man. Did you see how mad he got when the Jets wound up beating them with all those field goals that yeah. game? He coached to the last second in your in your face. Yeah, I really I love what I see in Brian Flores. I think obviously it's they had a really good draft. I had there there I got a uh, paper here with a couple names on here. Uh, Miami's one of the teams that were on my top five. They had a hell of a draft. Baltimore, well, they should have. They had a lot of picks. I know, but everyone says that they had a lot of picks. But I like the Ravens. 
They're, they oh did. yeah, the Ravens were really, really well. The and, rich uh, get richer with the Ravens. I thought the Cowboys did well. Carolina really took that. all defense. They take nobody on offense. I know, but so, he likes his speed guys. Yeah, Matt Rule. So. Yeah, yeah. He's you know another, another young guy. He's rebuilding his team. You know they got uh, Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. You don't know what he's going to do as a as a starter for all the time. By the way, just a, a side note: Jameis Winston yeah. signs with the Saints today. Takes a cheaper deal, a one-year deal to play behind. Drew Brees, and then they give Taysom Hill a $22 million deal to keep him happy well, as like an in-and-out type quarterback and, you know, plug-and-play kind of guy. You had texted me, and I was surprised by that. And the first thing I said to you, that's a that's a great that's a great move by James. Yeah. That's a great team to go to, oh, great coach to go to. And, and I said to you, what did I tell you? I go, don't be surprised um, if for some reason this season drags on a little bit, Drew Brees retires. He's already signed his deal with NBC. I know. I know he's coming back. But, so you don't think he has anything left? I'm not saying you don't have anything left. Because they're still ready to win. But maybe, just maybe, they know that maybe he may just retire. Maybe he, maybe in a month he may change his mind. To get a 26-year-old kid yeah. that throw for 30 touchdowns. Oh, and I yeah. know he threw a lot the other way. And that's a big joke, 30 for 30. I get yeah. it. Six fumbles. He's done it all. Yeah. But I love his talent. Yeah. I, and to, for no one to sign him, I would, I love would if, shock. I would love if they signed him here as a backup if they weren't going to, you know. Me too, man. So me too. It, but isn't it isn't it isn't it smart by New Orleans? They didn't sign him before the draft yeah. because a lot of people thought they were going to move up and try to get a quarterback. So they waited. They probably told him, "Let's just sign you after the draft." So I mean, New Orleans they do things the right way. Yeah, they do. And Sean Payton, I think, is phenomenal. What a great mind he has. John Lynch. Yeah, I mean, John San Francisco Lynch. winners. They went and got Trent Williams from the Redskins, knowing Joe Staley was going to retire. Yeah. That's great for a three and a five yeah. to get a number and one they, guy like that. And they that? didn't even extend on his deal. They no. didn't even extend he him. He plays off on his regular yeah, deal. Yeah, that's it. And now he's, he's got to prove himself. He's got to prove himself. Exactly. And they, they traded a starter last year, got a number 13 pick. They end up getting Kinlaw, one of the better defensive tackles in the draft. Then they, they traded up to get that that uh, uh, wide receiver from Arizona State, I believe. Or is it, um, I don't know, it's one of the Arizona schools. Everyone was raving about that kid. Is that the kid with the long wingspan? Yes. That's Arizona yeah, State. Yes. Yeah. So they got him. Uh, I mean, and then they obviously Trent Williams. So they had a really good draft. Uh, Baltimore, as we you know, we we talked Patrick about Queen, C.K. Dobbins, Madam Weekway. Yeah. Uh, that's the top three picks. The rich get richer, man. John Harbaugh is just laying out. And, man, I just I love the way that team is built. I, I wish I was a Ravens fan. I really do. Yeah, I, I can't because I hate their uniforms. Uh, I, I'm one of those guys. I can't stand. I can't stand their helmet. You don't like it? No, I, I think I think it's ugly, man. I, I mean, it's, I'm a weirdo like that. But I I won't watch a team if your uniform's ugly. I, I think they're ugly. I think they're ugly. I, I really do. And I love Lamar Jackson. But what's your favorite uniform then? Uh, well, my favorite uniform. Favorite helmet. Go favorite helmet. I think my favorite helmet. I think all time has got to be. Uh, um, it's got to be the Dolphins and um, the yeah. old Dolphins. Yeah, of course, the yeah. old Dolphins, San Francisco 49ers. You know, I always loved the Arizona. I always loved the Cardinal. Yeah, I always. just love that Cardinal. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the Minnesota Vikings too. I, I, I mean, actually did. grew up a Vikings fan. I love if the they, Vikings. If they only kept the old purple, I mean, they have like three shades of purple. I see. I must yeah. be colorblind. You are. I don't see that. Hey, we're on the we're on location today. Tom Mazaway, Freddie Bello, Freddie the Pizza Man, the rap. With Maz and Clarence Black, Clarence not here today. We only had two mics. He's gonna be pissed because he would have loved to have some of this pizza. Anyway, but, uh, we're here today and uh, just doing the draft special for you, Lions. With uh, how many picks? Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine picks. They had Jeff Okuda, then DeAndre Swift, 
in the second round. We'll talk about him. Julian Aquora from Notre Dame. Jonah Jackson, Ohio State. Logan Stenberg, supposedly uh, the one of the toughest guys in the draft. Offensive lineman from Kentucky. Quintez Cephas, wide receiver, Wisconsin. Did you hear what Okuda said about him? He was the toughest wide receiver. Yeah, that he played that he against. Played against. Quintez Cephas. And and let's there's a story there too. He had some off field uh, issues, and I don't know all the off field issues. Not my. It's not, not my, like Titus Young. I it's hope. not my. It's not my. No, it's, I think it was some sexual. <laughs> well, they assault. took Titus Young way high anyway. Yeah, and I think it was all it was all put to put to bed and everything. But the thing is, Bob Quinn when he first got here, he said zero tolerance, right? Yeah. So now all of a sudden, <laughs> well, you're not winning. Maybe we're gonna take a stab at some of these guys. A stab. Yeah. Not a good word. Well, you know. Last stab. three picks: Jason Huntley. That's the shocker to me. Running back from New Mexico State. Then the guy that you thought was an Italian guy, John Penasini, <laughs> and uh, Jason Cornell from Ohio State. Oh, that, that Freddie was... writes me yesterday. <laughs> hey, Maz, I like this guy they got. He's an Italian, John Penasini from Utah. So we get home, we look at him, and we're like, I don't think he's Italian, Fred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny because I was listening to Rieger yesterday, and, and when, mm-hmm. the, when the pick came in, and Rieger um, was going back and forth on Twitter with Wojo and. Uh, and uh, Wojo obviously put, uh, well, if you want you guys want to make fun of his name, Penis, Eni, yes, yes. you know, so we went back and forth. We had fun with that. So I just assumed that Penasini, that Penasini, that he was Italian. Yeah. So I went to go look him up, and I text you. I go, Maz, I don't think this guy's Italian. No, but not. he looks like, the, from what I read, he's going to be, he's, he's a stud. So That's maybe a couple of years from now, you might... You might hear his pen- undersized, but very good. You might hear Penasini penetrating the box. Oh, that would be great. Years. That would be great. <laughs> hey, looking at this draft on paper, you gotta love DeAndre Swift, man, right? You got to. Oh yeah. To. Well, I wanted him, so I mean, I'm not gonna. You did call it. Yeah, I you want. I wanted it. him. A lot of people called him. Called that pick, but that. But that's not me. I called. Uh, I called the Ohio State. Well, you I like well, well, just let's say running back. I think a lot of people call it running back position, but. Um, but you said something there that was key. It's great on paper. When it comes yeah. to Lions, they wrote a book about the uh, paper Lions, right? Paper Lions. So um, everything's on paper. I, I think I think if you would have got Tua there, uh, they did pass up on a couple guys when they took the uh, offensive guard. They passed up the uh, linebacker from Wisconsin. Uh, his name escapes me. Yeah, I didn't do much about. homework on this because so, we were eating pizza. But, yeah, uh, that's fine. No one um, cares. But um, we um, – I think if you – I know we're not doing grades, but I think if you would have taken two of there or three because of the value, I, mean, I would have gave this. I would have gave it a probably a B minus. Uh, you know? Mel Kiper gave the Lions a B. Okay. He, he said the Lions defense was awful last season. Patricia and Quinn under pressure win now, and blah blah blah. They went out and they got Shelton Collins and they got rid of Slay. So they get Okuda. He's going to be a top corner as a rookie. They like he liked Derek Brown for them. There. Then he said DeAndre Swift. Team hasn't had a thousand yard rusher since Reggie Bush. Carry on Johnson can't stay healthy, so he likes him. Aquara, he's undersized. I mean, he's he'd probably be a first round pick, Julian. joining his brother Romeo uh, Julian Aquara. Yeah, but uh, he might be a, a good guy if he puts on some meat. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, if he can cover a tight end, I mean, I mean, you, you, that's a win win situation right there. So you got to figure with uh, the kid from Hawaii last year, and then this kid, another young guy. Uh, Jared Davis, another young guy. Uh, if we can get any of these guys to cover a linebacker, I mean, Jamie Collins, he can cover. Um, you, you, you might actually stay in some games. So that, that's got to be the number one thing there is, is cover some tight ends and actually get to the quarterback, 
get some pressure. You don't have to sack him. You just got to get some pressure. You better get pressure, otherwise yeah. no one's going to be able to cover him. Exactly. Not even Ronnie Lott can't cover yeah, you for that long. exactly. So, so he likes their uh, the guards that they got. They got the third and fourth-ranked guards, Jackson and Stenberg. Then he liked Quintez Cephas. He said he got lost because it was a big, deep, wide receiver class. Yeah. He said he was a great find but he had on some day off, three. But he had some off-field stuff, too. Yeah, so, he did. Yeah. So that's probably why he slipped as well, too. They, they were saying he's a second-round talent. Uh, but, I mean, we hear that every year in the draft, yeah. right? Remember last year they took a kid by Travis Fulgham in, uh, yeah. from Old Dominion? Never even and, saw that. And, and, and what, did, what did Lions fans do when they got on Twitter? Oh, my God, we got a steal here. The kid didn't even play. Right. And, and now what? He's not, they're already drafting all these guys, and they signed all these guys. You remember they signed the, the, the they sent, uh, Geronimo from uh, the Green Bay Packers as a wide yeah. receiver on a one-year deal? Yeah. So Travis Fulgham, he's not even going to play. No. So... I, I I don't know. I mean, to me, it's all on paper. But free agents wise, by the way, they signed this kid, this rugby player, this rugby soccer yeah, player, to be maybe the punter. Yeah, New England way, right? Yeah, so we'll rugby. see. We'll see if he works. They also signed another long snapper, by the way. Did they really? Yeah, they put a little pressure on Don Muleback. They did that last year too, but Muleback always wins. Well, they drafted. Remember, they, his first year he drafted a long snapper. I, I happened to stand next to him at the Lions facility at a practice, and I, I I asked the guy I was with. I go, who is that guy right there? He goes, that's your long snapper. I go, you got to be kidding me. He looked really 5'11", 180 pounds. Wow. I go, how's he going to... That's a he... great job, by the way. Yeah. Could but... be the best job in the NFL. Yeah, but how do you snap the ball at 180 pounds and get smashed in the face by a 300-pound guy? They usually guy? don't touch the snapper. They well, usually don't. They have to a little bit. A little, but if you notice, the, the snapper hardly gets touched. Well, it's it's interesting. I know you're going farther into the draft, but I, I'm going to bring up the guy right now. Um um, the, the running back from uh, New Mexico State, Huntley. Yes. Now, it's interesting because the day before I did a podcast with my guys on Sports Peninsula podcast, and they drafted the running back, and they said, Freddie, what do you expect for rounds uh, four through seven? I said, listen, I want to see another running back. They said, why? Why, why did, would you? You did tell me that. I said, because they should, because, listen, don't assume Swift is going to be good. Don't assume Kerryon Johnson is going to stay healthy. They haven't run the ball in years. Why not just keep loading up on it? And I gave the example of drafting RG3, and then they took Kirk Cousins in the fourth round. Totally different position, but if that didn't happen, yeah. Washington would have been screwed, right? So I say let the best man win. I don't care where you drafted. How many times did Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick say, I don't care where you drafted. Come in and play. You can perform. You're going to play. Look at Tony Romo. Look at Tony Romo. So Undrafted. Okay, so... Mark Bavaro, where was he drafted by? Fourth round. Yeah, they were talking about him for Notre Dame the other day, but um, the best Notre Dame tight end, him and Dave Casper. So, one, so my thing is load up on it, load up. Ty Johnson was, I mean, people raved about Ty Johnson. Yeah, I have on my fantasy team for a couple. He's of weeks. he's he's not he's not an NFL player. I'm sorry, he's just not. So. Bring in this kid, bring in Swift, bring in Carryon Johnson, Scarborough's your number four guy, see what you got. Run the ball 30 times a game. Maybe that, listen, people always complain about the defense. A good running game fixes your, helps your defense. It doesn't fix it, but it helps your defense. That's what the Packers did. They drafted big running backs. How did, how did I win my fantasy last year? How did Aaron, Adam, did you win? I won my fantasy. Adam Jones, right? Yeah. I had him. He rolled me all year long. Who had a terrible year that, that year? I had Aaron Rodgers. He had a terrible yeah. year. If it wasn't for Adam Jones for Green Bay, you think they'd be 12 and 4? No. He was incredible. Yeah. You Don't know? Don't forget, uh, uh, A Rod, he really didn't have a, a ton of receivers. He didn't even know his receivers' names, by the way. Yeah. Remember that Monday night game? They put all these new guys in. I'm like, yeah. who the hell are these guys? Yeah. 
they wound up being okay. Yeah. He makes you look great. Let's and, face it. Okay, and when and when Adam Jones was tired and went out a little bit, they didn't have a backup running back. And what did they do this year in the second round? They took A.J. Dillon from yeah. Boston College. He's going to be a big horse. Yes. Day. So, listen, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm all a go for uh, two or three or four running backs. Build, up that, build it up, man. Because, right. I mean, listen, Stafford's getting older. He's got a back injury. And maybe they're telling you. Maybe they're telling you by drafting another running back that, well, you know what, maybe he's a little hurt, and we don't know if he's going to be able to hold up all year long. Let's get some more running backs. Well, Huntley supposedly could be a good special teams guy. Exactly. Maybe, maybe Kick put off. pressure on Agnew. Kickoff returner, too. Yeah. And Agnew, he has been a little vocal on Twitter, too. So if you've watched him closely, he's been a little vocal. You so can't talk if you're a lion. If you know he, that. If, you know the rules. If you watch, yeah, if you watch Agnew, uh, let's see if he gets cut this year or traded. So I doubt he'll get traded, but... Now, what'd you think of the Packers taking uh, the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers oh, in the I, first round? I loved it. We, you I, not many people do. I I loved it. We, we I at, thought it was cool. I actually called in the Shep show the day before. We actually were, we brought that up, and he's like, "How can you take a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers?" I said, "Listen, I had Aaron Rodgers on fantasy last year. He was not good at all. Um, so uh, he's thirty six years old. He's kind of a he's kind of a prima donna, right? So I, I wouldn't be surprised they let him sit a year." Just like with um, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and then they trade Aaron Rodgers. Watch out! Watch out for Aaron Rodgers in New England next year. You really think so? Yeah, I mean, just I just said, you know, watch out. Yeah. Colin yeah. Coward thinks New England is in a complete dump mode to go for Trevor Lawrence. I'm like, unless Mike Ditka is running the Patriots, how are they going to get to Trevor Lawrence at number one? Who's going to draft? You got to give up your entire draft to get the number one pick well, next year. Well, if Who's going to do that? But if you notice, if you if you notice the uh, New England draft, though, they took a lot of defense. They ain't really taking the offense, right? They didn't yeah. take a quarterback. The Lions didn't take quarterback by the uh, by the way either. But it's funny you asked that question, okay? Because I was looking at this the other day. Trevor Lawrence, obviously, and then let's not forget Josh Fields. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna, he he might be the number one pick. Could be. Know? So. I was looking at this next year, and I'm thinking, well, who could be the number one? Who could have the number one pick next year, right? Jags. Well, the Jags were one that came to my mind. Jaguar, the Jaguars. Lions. Um, I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some names. <coughs> Bengals. Again? I'm asking you. No. Okay. Uh, I'm going by each division. Um, but that's just the AFC. Uh, Denver Broncos. You wait, maybe the Chargers. No, not the Chargers. They got Chargers got Chargers got a pretty good team. You see that division? So I've only given you I've only given you two teams in the AFC. Forget about the Broncos. They're, they're not getting the first pick. Okay. Now let's go to the NFC. Redskins. Yeah, they're up there. They have a chance. New York Giants. Giants, sure, why not? Okay. That's two teams so far. Uh Detroit Lions. Always. Okay. They're always in play. Uh, I'm going to give you a sleeper here. Green Bay Packers. No. Okay. Um, okay, let's go to the NFC South here. Um, They're all good. Yeah, exactly. Falcons? Now, now uh, NFC West. Nobody. I'm going to give you a sleeper. Okay, I'm going to give you a sleeper. Uh, last place. I'm going to give you a sleeper. Okay. I, just because I think they're old. Don't even say Seattle. L.A. Rams. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, L.A. Rams, Rams could be a sleeper because yeah. the NFL. Once Good you start point. losing, Good point. once you start losing, don't see. forget they were so bad before McVay got there. Yeah. Then they got so good, and now they are definitely trending down again. Isn't it? Isn't it funny? Jeff Fisher, you know, he speaking of the Rams, he drafted uh, Steve McNair and Jeff Goff. 
How about two that? great two great quarterbacks, but he never finished. Jared Goff, I don't think uh, he, I don't think he can get out of his own way anymore. And now who knows what they, the receivers that they have now? Who knows what the hell they're going to do? Well, they got you know they're going to have a sleeper running back there. They they drafted a running back pretty high, but last year they took that kid. I had him on my on my bench all year long, Henderson. From Memphis, yep, I think it yep. was. He was the backup to he, uh, to Gurley. He's explosive. He, they never really played him, and I was going to try to beat you guys with him, and it just never panned out, but I beat you guys anyways. But um, hey, uh, dig it in. I think he's going to be a sleeper this year running the ball. So I, I think just watch out for him. But, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, really, there's not a clear-cut team that could get the number one pick this year. And, we're, and, you, and you and I are talking New England. Could New England tank for, I mean, st- let's just say Stidham. I mean, do you think they signed uh, Cam Newton? No, they're not going. Okay, so Stidham or Brian Hoyer would be your starting quarterback. Right. Okay. Unless, Unless they, they get Jacoby Brissett somehow from the Colts, because the Colts took Jacob Eason. You read my mind. As their uh, yeah. heir apparent. So. Phil Rivers is there. I keep forgetting Phil Rivers is a Colt. Yeah. Could you imagine? The, I'm picking the Colts versus Tampa Bay Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Phillip Rivers versus Tom Brady. You really think Tampa Bay could uh, make a run all the well, way? Well, you know, that's a great question. Uh, Do you as, want them to go all the way um, as a fan? You know, it's funny because someone asked me this question the other day. Who would you root for first, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? That's a great question. I, to me, i I, I got to be honest. For, I'd root for Belichick. I would root for Belichick. I really would. Me too. I would. We're coach guys. That's why. I We're know. Parcells, yeah. Tree. I don't like what he did to the Jets. I'll never forgive him. But, uh, you know, who am I? I'm just a, a guy from Jersey uh, now living in Michigan and, I was so pissed with what happened there. But you understand? I understand his point. When the Jets were getting a new owner, he didn't know who the hell the new owner was going to be. And he already knew, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kraft. Because he already went through that Cleveland. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but it's funny. If he would have taken the Jets' job. Wow. And, wow. and Tom Brady's the history. You he, don't know. He, it completely changes. Yeah. He, maybe he doesn't draft Tom Brady. And... It's unbelievable. History. It really is. It just, when you look back at stuff like that, it, that's what makes football so so great. It's funny. I was you bring up Tom Brady real quick again. I watched Brady for six on whatever they call it, six on six. Brady six. I didn't watch it. I he, won't watch it. You've never watched that? No. Why? Because I don't like him. All right, listen. I'm gonna, let me tell you a story about Tom Brady in the in the show. Um, obviously, they drafted him. He was six. He was pick one ninety nine. Yeah. Giovanni Carmazzi went in that draft. Yeah. Okay. Bill Walsh was the general manager. Well, the story, everyone knows the story. Joe Ma, uh, Tom Brady was a four-year-old kid in the stadium with his dad. With the catch. With the catch of Dwight Clark. And by the way, Vince Scully was calling that game. Yes, he was. So, he was a four-year-old. He was a San Francisco fan. He had the helmet everything. He grew up at Frisco. He wanted to play for the San Francisco 49ers. Bill Walsh loved Tom Brady. He loved him. He really? never drafted Tom Brady. Okay, they waited. They ended up taking Giovanni Carmazzi with the third pick overall, I believe. Really? Yes. I forgot that. So then uh, Trey, uh, Sturgeon win went before Tom Brady. We, we can go on and on. But, yeah. but anyways, the very first game that year, it was the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. It was New England versus San Francisco. Whoa. Giovanni Carmazzi was playing versus Tom Brady. Tom Brady come in and led him to the win. That was the year Montana retired. Montana. Montana was there. So Tom Brady's sitting there watching Montana all those years to catch. Montana retires. He, excuse me, he's, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And Steve Young retired right there. So, and Tom Brady, and then they said Giovanni Carmazzi after that game, the Hall of Fame game, he was never the same again. 
I don't think he ever threw a pass in the NFL. Isn't I, it? I, I mean, I'm talking about, talking about a script. Yeah. Talking about a script. you got to watch it. it I mean, you, you've got to go home and watch it today. Just turn the volume. Just watch it. Just I can, They'll tell I you. I can't watch anything good for New England. Oh, so I can't. I don't watch any of the Super Bowl wins. I don't. But the, the only one I watched was when they beat the Rams, and that was the last game Pat Summerall called. That's the only reason I watched it. Please go home, watch the Brady Six. Text me later. The, 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 the story, that story, that that little bit right there is. T- I mean, that's a story. I mean, that's destiny. Can I give you the uh, announcer's story on that game? Yeah. On the catch, you said Vince Scully called it, and then uh, the Kansas City coach, I think, right? Hank Stram. Yeah, Hank Stram. Okay, here's the kicker. That was the year that he was the number one guy for CBS, Vince Scully. Yeah. And Pat Summerall as well. So now they're going to decide who's going to get this new guy. This new guy, uh, what's his name? Oh, John Madden. Oh, yeah. So they put John Madden with Vince Scully for a few games, and they put him with Pat Summerall for a few games. They decide to give him to Pat Summerall. Next year, it's going to be Summerall and Madden. So Buck said, not Buck. Vince Scully says, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave CBS. I'm going to sign a deal with NBC. He goes over to NBC, of course, calls the Mets, 1986 World Series. But he says, the deal is I get to call the final NFC Championship game. They're like, okay, you got a deal. That was Vince Scully's last game on CBS, the catch. Yeah, I think I heard that. Isn't that something? No, that was the the Pontiac Silverdome Super Bowl that year, too. That was Summerall and Madden. I was going to ask you, did, yeah. was it somewhere on the first? Yeah, incredible. Yeah, incredible. In Pontiac. Yeah. Hey, man, great you, stuff today, man. You were still in Jersey. Love hanging with you, man. Uh, one more thing I got to add. I, I know you got to end it, but I got to add one more thing. Um, we were texting because the player of this draft could be one guy. When we look back down the line, you and I were actually texting when it happened. You're right. I know what you're going to say. You go ahead, say the name Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and where did he go to? Philly. Why did he go to Philly? Because they have a great brain trust in Doug Peterson yeah. and, and Howie Roseman. And where did Doug Peterson come from? He came from the tree, the uh, Andy Reid tree. The Andy Reid tree. Yeah, and they just Tommy Bahama himself. Yeah, and they just did it. They just did it the, uh, a couple years ago. But they just signed Carson Wentz to this mega deal. Doesn't matter. They really they didn't care. True Bledsoe could what get. What do you think they're gonna do with him? True Bledsoe. Is he like a Taysom Hill for them? Uh, well, that's you know we talked about that. That's a good question. I think I think you might you know they don't have any wide receivers. So maybe they use him as a... Well, Taysom. they traded for Marquise Lee from oh. San Francisco. He ain't no good. Sure he is. He is. Well, he is? Yeah. I'm, well, I don't, He's I don't. okay. He's better than what they've had. Yeah. They're, they're fattening it up little by little. Yeah, well, they have a good running back, too, Miles Sanders they drafted. They do. Yeah, I just watch out for uh, Jalen Hurts because I, I, I really liked him. I mean, I wanted two, obviously, but I wouldn't, mind, I wouldn't mind if they took a stab. Maybe they wanted to at the third round. Maybe they wanted to take a stab at him in the third round. You mean Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah, excuse me. So, man, it's a, it's fun. Yeah, this NFL season, I can't wait for it. I, God willing, they play it and it's on time That's and we're all question. healthy yeah. and we can get this behind us. You know, you hear so many stories that it's going to linger. It's going to make a comeback. It's going to come back in the winter. Antonio just ran by us <laughs> here in the pizzeria. Pizza wood, a piece of wood in his hand after he cut his wood. finger. Get another another splinter, another <laughs> nail in his. Dad's like, oh, don't worry about it. Just we'll, we'll kiss it. You'll be fine. Anyway, uh, everyone stay healthy, please. Freddie, thanks for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. The place is completely disinfected. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Your man's walked in with a can of Lysol. I'm like, get out of here, man. That's what I do in the studios. When I come yeah. to the studios, I Lysol. At least. 
You gotta at least do I, do your part of it. I understand. I got ble- I got Clorox bleacher, so I, I use that. So. Hey man, have a great Lions season, everybody. Stay healthy, and we'll chat back with you on the wrap uh, coming up uh, this week with Clarence Black and and company here on NRN Streamcast. Freddie, thanks for having me. Thank you, Miz. All right, everyone, have a great great time and go Lions! Magical. This is Inside the Pizza Oven, the podcast that explores the best, most innovative, and relevant pizzerias and restaurant tours in America. Now here's your host, Freddie the Pizza Man, Freddie Bellow.